I'm so fired up for this next topic. Let's go. I'm going to start billing Wally $10,000 an hour. Jimmy, are you fired up? I'm, I'm, I'm ready, ready to go I am 30 primed for this. I think I just got a second wind. There we go. Ooh, there we go. By the way, who is Buckle breaking wind? Which one of you two is breaking wind over the air? Because was coming this way during that what last mean? segment. You guys need to get that under control. My wife will tell you, my I don't do that. I, I never clean. I mean, that was overwhelming my fine cigar. Oh, yeah. I you guys, you, I never was smelled that it. you? Was that I you? I never smelled it. No, I never huh? smelled well, it. It had to be you. No. Doggy, doggy smelled it, Delta? Is that what you're saying? Huh? Doggy smelled it, Delta? <laughs> All right. Sorry. Five, four, three. Gentlemen, here we are again uh, at the beautiful Broadmoor Hotel and Resort, which is where you're staying this week. Staying out on property here, yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. And the service has been good, the accommodation's good. The service has been fantastic this trip, yeah, absolutely. I think their staff is back from COVID and they're starting yeah. to really get it together. Well, because Drew had a bad experience here last time. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even a five-star five star hotel could drop the ball from time to time. I, and I give an opportunity to recover and they chose not to. So. <laughs> So this hotel is uh, 102 years old, uh, built in 1918, and uh, by a guy named Spencer Penrose. In fact, he's buried right up on the hill behind us up there, and his wife Julie Penrose. And uh, I don't know where they came from, but they came out during the gold rush and silver rush and made their fortune in, in that whole thing. And you know, you think about the pioneers, the people that built the businesses, they built the railroads, they built the highways, they built the factories, right back east where you're from, right? There's so much of the Carnegies and all those people that built this infrastructure of this, of this country. And it's kind of interesting, right up on that hill over there, uh, above where he's buried is a place called Camp Cloud. And they built it in the early 1900s in uh, anticipation of prohibition. And they took all their whiskey and their wine up there and they, you know, it's, it's about an hour up that hill back there behind us. And um, they would have their parties and stuff. And of course, you know, the prohibition people, the federalities, whatever, could never sneak up on them. But you think about that personality, the personality that built this place, this country. These were the pioneers, the revolutionaries of industry. And in many, many ways, so many of our viewers, G-Man, Drew, myself, we're kind of the modern day revolutionaries of industry. We're building stuff. Thought you were gonna say pirates. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the pirates necessarily, but we are the builders of industry. We build businesses, we build companies, we build people to a large degree. And so many of the folks that, you know, our EGI members and tune into our broadcast here, they're the same way, right? They get up at five in the morning and they don't shut down until 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night and they get five hours of sleep and they're back at it the next morning. So what I wanna talk about today is the badasses that build businesses. You've done it, I've done it, he's done it. Many of our viewers have done it. They're in the process of doing it. And I want to talk about what it takes to be that guy or that gal that is so driven to build success, to build wealth, to build prosperity. Because you're going to have naysayers, 
You're going to have people who say you can't do it. They're going to say, what are you doing taking all this risk? And yet we do it nonetheless. So I want to talk about that mindset, the mindset of Gary Ellix. The mindset of Drew Cameron. It's dangerous. Good Lord. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do that? It's a scary place in there. I want to talk about what it takes to reach the highest summit, to create wealth, millions of dollars in wealth. What does it take? What holds so many of our contractors back? So I want to talk about your personality, then we're going to get to you in a second. I want to talk to you about, about that personality, that A-type Gary Ellix, take no prisoners mindset that just drives you to get stuff done. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about you. <laughs> I want to talk about what drives you. Uh, achievement, achievement, um, the, the act of climbing the mountain. The, uh, it, you know, Olympic athletes are notorious for having achieved gold medals. And um, when they're done, they struggle, a lot of them go into struggles, depression, um, they, because their only goal, their only idea of what achievement was, was that Olympic gold medal. And so when they achieve that, it's like, well, what's next? What's they didn't next? have a what's next. So uh, for me, it's, uh, it's a constant reevaluation of your goals and a constant uh, resetting of the next mountain top that you're climbing. So, you know, if you're gonna climb Everest, then you're gonna climb the next mountain, Kilimanjaro, and so forth. So I think, you know, having a, 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 a mindset that's goal-driven, I don't know if that's nature or nurture. I think it can be taught. So yeah, it's probably a little bit of both. I'm sure it's somewhat in between. Um, but I also think that then it's not just setting the goal. Because you set a goal and say, well, you know, I want to I wanna do this, doesn't mean you're going to attain that goal. So, right? so that, that gets us into that discussion about mindset, prosperity planning, achievement planning. Um, it's what we call the three Ds, dedication, uh, discipline, and desire. And I think probably if, if, you, if you really want to get inside of me and dissect me, those three things exist pretty heavily at a high level. So there's degrees, right? You can be dedicated, but you can be kind of dedicated. Then there's the, you know, the ultra dedication. So when I was playing sports, I mean, I, I, there, I just, there was no way, uh, I'm, I just remember watching the Michael Jordan series and he said something that just absolutely smacked me across the face and my wife looked at me and said, that's you. And he said, I hate losing more than I enjoy winning. Yes. And that is exactly who I am. I don't care. Winning is fantastic, but the taste of losing and not achieving is absolutely poison for me. Yep. So that's a driving factor. That's a, that's a high level of dedication, desire. And so then the discipline to do it is, is missing in a lot of people. So, you, you know, we, we coach and we constantly see people that want to achieve objectives. Uh, they, they have goals. Um, they have aspirations for how they want to build their business and their wealth, but they lack the discipline. And that's one, one of the reasons why a coach is such a great thing. The coach can come in and actually hold people accountable for the disciplines. And so EGIA to me is, is a great uh, membership organization because it gives you the tools and the information system and, you know, the, if you want the coaching and discipline to hold people accountable to, to achieve the goal. But here's what I want to know, G-Man. So, you were at my house last night. I was. And we're having a conversation. We're drinking coffee, smoking cigars. And, you know, I asked you, I said, like, 
you've been in the workforce. You're mid-50s now. Late 50s, but thank you. <laughs> you look like you're 20. And you've been working and making money for 40 years. Pretty close, yeah. Let's face it. You and Christy could drive away and the, you know, over the sunset and retire and do your thing. Yep. What drives you today? It can't be money. He wants to fly away. <laughs> it's the plane. Is that what it is? What drives you today? No, I mean, it's, that's a goal for sure. It's definitely on the list, but that's not the driving factor. Again, it's not, it's not the attainment of the gold medal. It's not having the jet. The journey to getting to that place is really what drives you. And, and, and let's say you check that box. Well, there'll be another box. So uh, for me, it's, uh, it's you know, developing people. It's being engaged. It's, uh, it's passion. I love the game of business. I've always loved the game of business. When we were playing Monopoly as a kid, you know, uh, I, I needed to be good at Monopoly, so. Uh, so passion? Yeah, pa pa passion for sure. Yeah, absolutely, for yeah. sure, yeah. So entrepreneurs out there, business owners that are in our program, uh, they better have the passion, they better bring the passion. I think so. I think if you're not passionate about what you're doing, I think that it turns into a grind. And anytime you're just working for uh, the purpose of money or you're working to maybe support your family and so forth, economics, I, I think that eventually has a consequence to it if you're doing something that you're passionate about. So for me, it's not about heating, air conditioning, or plumbing. I mean, I got a digital agency, I've got a real estate company, you know, uh, investments and so forth. The, it, the passion is about the journey inside of that place. And so it's not necessarily the business. For me, the passion is being in business. Yeah. It doesn't matter what business. No, that's uh, that's interesting, Drew. You have a question with you, man? No, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna I'm gonna comment on it because I've 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 known I've known this gentleman since the you know the mid '90s. We had the good fortune of working together at uh, Service Experts, you know, one of the public uh, publicly traded national consolidators uh, back in the '90s. In I guess, we met before '90. I went to work in '98 for them, but I think we met before that somewhere in our, our Lennox days. Yeah, Lennox. Because yeah, I was a Lennox dealer. Yep. Before before we sold the Cameron business. But here's the interesting thing about the G-Man that, that I can, you know, that I've observed since we got back together here at EGIA. He he he's actually said it. I think it's on video somewhere. We could pull it up, like you know, they do with the politicians and they shame them with their comments, right? <laughs> we could make him own his comment because here was a man who was ready to retire. Correct? You yep. were ready to go off into the sunset back in 2016, and you had a conversation with another friend of ours, Mike Robinson, who's here in the Springs as well, and. You know, he was given an opportunity to kind of take a look at, hey, you've got this thing, you know, this, this platform that you've got with uh, EPL, EPL Residential. You've got this thing. What are you doing with it? What do you want to do with it? And he's thinking, oh, I'm just going to let it play itself out, and I'm just going to, I'm going to sit on a beach in Cayman and, you know, uh, drink whiskey smoke and smoke cigars. cigars and right? drink, no, co this is coffee. Coffee, excuse me, coffee. <laughs> coffee. You know, with, with Christy and enjoy life, right? And he was given an opportunity, and he kind of kicked it around, and he said, okay. I mean, he still had his digital agency, but he had somebody else running it, right, at the time. And, you know, fast forward to today, you know, if I look back, what I see is a guy who, who got reignited, right, um, fired up based on the connection and connectivity of the industry, being able to work with some peers. Because we, this is a very lonely existence. When you're a trainer, coach, or consultant, it's a very lonely existence. You're out there connecting with everybody, but eventually you go home by yourself, you're in hotels by yourself, you're eating by yourself. It's not a glamorous life. Uh, I mean, this seems it's nice, a, this is lonely, very nice. It's a lonely gig. It is a lonely gig, right? But we do it because we are passionate and we want to impact others. The cool thing about the EGIA Contractor University 
is not only this connection with uh, you know this group here it is here but we got Russ we had Mike Robinson we've got James Lichter we've got Mike Trees we've got others you know Mark Madison how about that dude Scott Deming Scott Deming fantastic Man, that dude, right yep. that dude's got some power rockstar he's bringing the heat rockstar yeah. that dude we got awesome. some and we have some alumni that have left us and gone on to other things we've got our staff behind the cameras our staff out there in in Sacramento Andy Mitchell right, right there Andy Mitchell the rockstar you know that makes this all, all makes the magic happen right and his team uh, and of course, our team out in, in, in Sacramento, right? I, I think it reignited all of us to be able to connect, right? And the interesting thing is, is I had an opportunity, a good fortune to sit in on a um, conference call with him and his iMarket team this morning. And this guy is on fire. When he's on video for EJ, he's on fire. When I, I saw, heard, saw him and heard him on that conference call this morning, he was you know, completely engaged. He then went and did a webinar right behind that before we did Lead 2020. He was engaged and fired up with that. He is so fired up and inspired because he took back over the, the reins of the digital agency there, even though he has an amazing team that runs up behind, you know, with him. Um, there, He is inspired and infused because he's now connecting more than ever, I think, with the people, not to say that he wasn't before, but he is more connected with people and the mission of the people, right? Yeah. And I think that's really what it, it is, is it, think about the business, you know, because we have a lot of contractors that are our viewers and listeners, that have been in business. And I would say, okay, what, what business are you in? And then I'll ask them, what business are you really in? And then I'll say, what's the business you need to be in? And I, and I think that's the evolution of where we've got to. And I think you now need to do that every year, right? Every year when you do your planning, you know, G-Man and I are gonna get, I'm gonna have the great fortune of working with this guy in Vegas and uh, in Orlando here in uh, November and December at the boot camp. And Actual physical classes. Physical classes, live classes, a, a, a unique thing, right? But we're going to have an opportunity to talk to people about their vision, mission, core values, and, and, and their goals and objectives for their business. And you know, where did you get to in, in 2020? Where do you want to go to in 2020, 2021 and beyond, right? But uh, yeah, that's the question that I want to ask, right? What business are you in? What business are you really in? Yeah. What's the business that you need to be in, right? And when I look at this, this man, he is in the business of people now and connecting people. You know, and connecting with people, right? I, I think we all are, but this is the thing that I think has really, really inspired and fired this guy up. And I hope I'm not talking out of line, but that's just an observation over the last, you know, three or four years of working with you here. Uh, it's been an honor and a privilege to just see you get reinfused, reinvigorated. Not, and that's not to say that you were petering out. It was just like you said you were done, and you, man, you're on fire, G-Man. You're on fire. So I mean, you're legendary. Here, here's what I want to talk about. <laughs> So this episode wasn't set out to be this, but we're going to get into the world of the G-Man, the head of the G-Man. <laughs> and then we're going to do an episode with the head of the, the D-Man. Because both of you guys, the legend and the icon, are both men whom I respect and have looked up to for so many years. And, you know, probably the highlight of my professional existence is that to partner up with you guys in this whole thing. I mean, come on. Right, I'm just, I'm just a dude and I'm here with the legend and the icon, right? But I wanna know what makes you guys tick. I wanna know what makes you guys go. And so I'm gonna go in an area and, and if I am out of line here, I want you just to thump me in the nose. You're always out of line, but go ahead. But <laughs> you're a man that I respected. I remember back in 19, or excuse me, 2006, 2007, I bought some companies and I needed some help. And I called you, you had uh, Buckeye back in those days. Yep. And I called you for some help and, and frankly, I couldn't afford you. We could not afford to bring you in. We brought in somebody else that we could afford. 
and I probably got what we, you know, paid for. But since that time, you know, for years, Gary, uh, from 2007 all the way up till, I don't know, we did this in 2017, 2018. We're rolling into 2020. Are you talking about EGI? Yeah. Yeah. 2017. 2017. So, So 10 years later, right, you and I meet. And you didn't know me from Adam, but I knew you because of who you were. And uh, I've just always been a huge fan. And I've always wondered what makes you tick. And, and you and I had a conversation probably a year ago. I'm like, Gary, you just like, you're so organized. Like, how do you have that skill? And you're like, dude, that's, I have to force myself to have that skill of organization. And hey, babe, say hi to the crew. It's my wife, Taryn. I'm just feeding you. I'll <laughs> okay. be right back. Is that what the kids call these days? Okay. But, but we're going to go off on the rails here. You've been through a tremendously difficult experience in the last couple of years with your dad and with your wife and their health issues. And uh, I got a, had the privilege last night of talking to your wife, Christy, a little bit. And, uh, she's been battling cancer. And uh, the red devil uh, that she had. Adriamycin is the, yeah, it's the chemicals we call the red yeah. devil. And she's had to go through surgeries, and she's got another surgery, I think, on October 18th, you said? November 18th. November 18th. And I want to talk to you for a second about how you get through that kind of stuff. Because you never let up. You would never know the stress you're going on in, in your mind with that stuff. You know, you've been married for 40 years. Uh, well, I'm going to be in trouble because I have to think about this. But <laughs> well, you were here. You I got married in 1985. Okay, so 15 <laughs> so years, 35 years. 35. And you guys were here, I think, for your 30th anniversary. We had dinner up here at the Penrose. Room. Absolutely true. Yeah. Right over, right around the corner. Yeah, but I want to talk to you about about how you get through that and still do what you do at the intensity, because everybody watching this has in their lives challenges health problems, money problems, relationship issues. And I've watched you the last couple of years. You went through it for a couple of years with your dad. Your dad's been really ill. Yeah. And then on top of that. Close to 11 years now. Yeah. And then a couple of years ago, your wife's issues. And somehow, Gary, like you would never know it. If I didn't know you personally, I would never know that was going on in your life. I want to know, our viewers want to know, if Gary the entrepreneur, Gary the the legend. How do you keep going in the face of that stress, that difficulty, that worry about your wife, worry about your dad? I think, I think that's like a huge lesson for all of us. We have a choice, Wally. I mean, you, get, uh, you, can, you can let that be a tax and let that affect you, or you can say, well, I can't really change that. I can't change the fact that you know my dad has cancer, or and now he's got heart problems and different other issues as related to the cancer. You can't change the fact that you know your wife comes down with an illness that you know potentially takes her life. Yeah, it's uh, compartmentalization would be the skill that when we coach and when we talk to people about hey, how do you you know like you got stuff going on at home, family, uh, it could be community, church, all, all kinds of different static. Uh, some of them are big, some of them are small. But I think uh, compartmentalization is a skill. I think it mm. can be taught. I think it's something that you, you learn. I, I probably learned it, you know, grown through Lennox, to be honest with you. Lennox was an organization that was under-resourced when I was there. And so you had to figure out how to survive in a, an environment where you were being asked to achieve objectives, but you didn't have the resources. 
So you, there's a lot of stress in that. I mean, you work for a corporation, you've, you've worked for a corporation, and uh, oftentimes the corporation doesn't, they don't really care about you. I mean, a lot of corporations will say they care about you, but the truth of the matter is, is you can be replaced, you're a piece in that machinery, and uh, the machine goes on if you're not there, and uh, you know, I'm not at Linux anymore, and they've probably tripled their business since I left. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if there's any line here. You were the one thing holding them back, right? You were the thing holding them back. But when I was there, I had some pretty good results, so. The, it was 5X, now it's only three. Yeah, yeah, so you know, it's, I own the stock, so. Compartmentalization, I think, is, is what a lot of, I, I think it's one of the keys, I'm not sure it's the only key, but you know, the ability to, to wall off the things that could potentially have a negative effect on you and focus on what it is that's important at that moment in time. So people talk about being in the present. There's a book called Fish. And if you've ever read Fish, Fish is about 60 pages long and the typeset is about this big. So it's my kind of book, you know what I'm saying? And pictures. And it's got pictures. <laughs> uh, but one of, the, one of the concepts And it's in about there, fishing. Yeah, one of the concepts in there is uh, make work like play. And so we try to do that. We try in all of our business to have fun. We're doing it right now. We're making work fun. We, we're, we're drinking coffee. We're smoking cigars. You know, we're having a good time. Uh, but the work is serious. We have some happy meals too. So. Yeah, it looks like we got a happy meal. <laughs> the work's serious, right? So, uh, and then the other concept that's in there is, you know, be present. Be, be present. And so if you're being distracted by all the stuff that's real, those are big, big issues. I mean, those are real issues you could definitely get out of the present. And I think compartmentalization is, and focus is about staying in the moment, staying in the present. When I'm talking to you, I, I wanna talk to you. And so I need to be focused on that. But you also have to be attentive to the rest of the stuff. But when you're, with, when you're with your family and yeah. you're, Absolutely. You're there, yeah. and then when you're here, you're here. Yeah. That, that's a skill, that's, yeah, that's, a, no, that's something that, that a lot of people need to work on. That compartmentalization is, is, uh, is really a big deal. And it is very difficult. Uh, but I've just admired so much, in particular the last year or so with Christy and her, that you just, you, you still have the goods, like you still bring the wood every single time. And I know it tears you up inside. Uh, you and I had the, I had the pleasure last night, you guys were talking on FaceTime and I got to talk to her for a minute or two and, and she looked so beautiful and so alive just after all you guys have been through, it's just, it's really amazing. And I know there's still challenges ahead and more chemo and more surgery and all that, but but boy, was she just like alive last night. And I just, I, I, just, I just know you deal with those issues and you somehow, when you're dealing with us, when you're dealing with your businesses, when you're dealing with our, our, our EGI family, you're like, you're 100% Gary, you're 100% on And I admire the shit out of that. I appreciate that. That you deal with the challenges you deal with. Thank you. And God bless you. Where's the glass You, you make yeah. it easy. Where's the glass yeah, Make it easy. Yeah. Oh, we're not done. We're just getting to you. <laughs>